Come on. Welcome to Money Savage, Savage Approach to Personal Finance. This is George Grumbacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Dominic Rinaldi. Dominic, are you ready to do this? Absolutely. George, thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. Excited to have you on. Dominic is a CBI. He's an M&A advisor, an author, podcaster, speaker, and the managing partner of Sun Acquisitions. Dominic, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Yeah, so uh, born and raised in New York, I have had the opportunity to live all over the country, uh, but have been situated in the Midwest, in Chicago specifically, for uh, almost 20 years now. And after uh, a couple of corporate stints and running some uh, venture capital-backed internet startups, I decided that um, owning my own business was really what was in my heart and my passion. And so um, almost 17, about 17 years ago now, I went out to look to buy a business and actually bought the one that I run right now, which is helping people buy and sell businesses. And uh, it's been an incredible ride. Uh, My hope was to build financial and personal freedom through owning my own business, and I've been able to achieve that, and I largely have a self-managing business at, at the time, and and, uh, and it's been it's been tremendous. And now I look to help as many people as I can, um, if this is a path for them, understand what it takes to uh, to own or sell your business if you run it for a long time, and then help them facilitate that. Nice. I appreciate that. The desire for personal financial freedom led you to what you're doing, and now you are trying to give other people that 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 same freedom. So that is a, a noble thing right there. So when you say you help people determine if it's the right path for them, is yeah. this to assume that, that entrepreneurship is not right for everybody? Absolutely. Uh, you know, not everybody's built to be an entrepreneur. Um, as you know, you're a business owner and it's, uh, it's fraught with all sorts of ups and downs and, uh, you have to have a strong constitution, um, you know, good amount of money behind you in case things, you know, go sideways and it's just not for everybody. Um, and so I think really being honest with yourself, uh, taking inventory uh, about what's important to you, how you want to live your life day in and day out, whether or not you can um, handle you know, the pressure and what goes with owning a business you know, really matters because these are not inexpensive investments. Um, in many cases, I see people come forward and, and put a lot of their life savings on the line uh, to come in and acquire a business, and so not to be taken lightly, and uh, you have to really be honest with yourself before you jump into this. It seems when 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 you say that it should not be taken lightly, that seems like, um, it seems like something that should be very very obvious. Do people do people approach it more more casually than 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 I'm guessing? Well, so um, (laughs) the big challenge uh, and the reason that I come to that conclusion is that people rarely prepare for an acquisition or an exit. 
Uh, and there are, you know, study after study about, we'll talk about the seller side, study after study that shows that over 75% of owners don't prepare to sell their businesses. And I have to tell you, the statistics are about the same on the buyer side. Um, and so if you assume that people haven't done their homework and haven't done even some basic things, uh, my view of that is that they're taking this too lightly. Uh, and that, you know, it, it's one of the most important things, if not the most, uh, before you venture into buying something, really get your hands around what it takes to buy a business, assemble your team. I mean, there's many elements that you need to to address. And and all too often we see people come to the table and um, it's sort of a, you know, shoot, ready, aim approach versus taking a thoughtful approach to, you know, how you're going to do this. 75% of business owners don't prepare to sell that, that I can hundred uh, percent see. Um, <laughs> they've, they've done the yeah. hard work of actually growing it. But to think that, that if I was in the market to go buy a business that I wouldn't do all the due diligence in the world is, is, is very surprising. But now that I think about it, maybe not. Um, well, and I'll tell you how we arrive at that. I mean, first, I've been doing this for 20 years. Yeah. So as you can imagine, I've worked with thousands of buyers. So I have a ton of anecdotal um, you know, experience and knowledge here. But we also launched a free assessment for both buyers and sellers. If you're looking to sell, you could take this free assessment and understand how ready you are. But if you're looking to buy, you can also take this free assessment. And so we now have hundreds and hundreds of assessments under our belt and we can tabulate, you know, and they aggregate those results. And the vast majority have not pulled together all the pieces that they need to before they should ever, before they should ever go in the market and start searching. So um, you know, we, we've got real evidence here that, that people aren't pulling the pieces together. And one of the reasons why we started, uh, the podcast M&A Unplugged and we launched our new business because we're now trying to help people well in advance of their transactions get prepared. Um, I think it's so important. Yeah. Well, that certainly does make sense, right? It's, if you are looking to buy a home, you should go get pre-qualified and, and get all your ducks in a row and understand the, 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 the price of the house and all that stuff. And certainly, if you're about to make that, I have to imagine one of the biggest decisions of a lifetime, if not the biggest, of buying a business, you better have your ducks in a row. So, Absolutely. So what what are those pieces that people need yeah, to make great, sure? Yeah, great question. You know, so there's a lot of things. I mean, the, the first stop on the on the train tracks is you know really pull together your acquisition plan and your criteria so taking a step back and and thinking about what industries are well suited for your experience and your background uh, what industries are you likely to secure a loan for right if you've spent your life in uh, retail and now all of a sudden you want to own a manufacturing business odds are you're not going to get a loan uh, from any bank, you know, you just don't have the experience. So being realistic about your capabilities and your experience uh, and where that can be transferred, what industries can you take all of that into and be successful? And then what's your criteria around geography and size? And do you want a management team um, in place or are you OK with a smaller business? Would you consider distressed or do you want a healthy business? Do you need immediate cash flows 
um, in the business. And if you do, what's your threshold? Uh, if this is replacing a job, maybe, you know, do you need to have clear 200,000 after loan debt and other expenses and leaving yourself a cushion? So you're really doing all of that planning to understand what, what you should be looking for is so important. And then after you have, you know, that sort of pulled together, I think pulling your advisory team together is is so critical. And what do I mean by that? I, I mean, uh, you should find an M&A attorney and, and somebody specifically, I say M&A attorney for a good reason, somebody specifically that does M&A transactions, an M&A accountant, an M&A advisor like ourselves, wealth manager like, like yourself to, you know, pull your team together to understand uh, you know, what are your capabilities uh, in this transaction? How can they help you? Do they have some comments or feedback on the plan that you've pulled together? These are folks that do transactions all day long. Lean on them and and they can steer you in the right direction. Uh, the next step is is really pull together your lending capabilities. So how much of your wealth are you willing to risk in, in, for any transaction? Um, how are you going to get at that wealth? Uh and and then what are your lending capabilities? Are you capable of borrowing two million, three million, five million? You know, understanding what those loan packages look like and what your capabilities are um, so important. And then you know, as you move down, understanding how you're going to source deals, how you're going to value them, uh, how you're going to vet them, how you're going to do the diligence, and then how you're going to do the integration and the closing. And so. All of these steps require some forethought and some planning so that when you get into the market, you are ready to hit the ground running. There's nothing that's going to hold you back. And I'll tell you why that's so important, especially now, is the market is incredibly competitive. There are so many buyers today right now looking for deals. It's not uncommon to have deals with four, five, six offers. And if you've been fumbling around and you're not fully prepared, you can't act quickly and you might lose some really good transactions. And so uh, it, it really there are so many benefits to, to being prepared. And the last one being you get peace of mind that you've done your homework. This episode is brought to you by Money Alignment Academy. If you are looking for a financial wellness platform for your company, your organization, and your employees, check out moneyalignmentacademy.com or click on the link in the notes of the show. Nice. What do you attribute the the competitive nature of, of, of the landscape right now to? Yeah, so it's uh, a combination of things. You know, First, we're in an uh, interest rate environment that is incredibly favorable uh, for acquisitions. The banks uh, are being incented to uh, provide these sort of acquisition loans, especially at the lower end through some of the SBA programs that have been um, implemented with the CARES Act. The most recent one, CARES Act 2, is now providing uh, for no loan origination fees, which is pretty substantial in some of these deals. Uh, the SBA will actually pay principal and interest for the first six months on loans up to $7,000 a month. Uh, and they're providing working capital lines, unmonitored working capital lines, up to a million dollars. And unmonitored means on a go-forward basis, you don't have to produce financial reports and prove up that you're capable 
of paying it back, it's it's sort of really unmonitored. You draw it down when you need it, um, up to a million dollars. You know, so there's all this stimulus, wow. and then you've had a, a ton of people. I'm going to talk about individual buyers here for a minute, and then I'll talk about strategics and institutional. You've had a ton of people who have been furloughed, laid off, downsized. Their job scope has changed dramatically, and uh, they're like I was 17 years ago. You know, maybe thinking this is the time that potentially I go out and I carve out my own piece uh, of the world, and I create financial and personal freedom from myself and my family. So we've had an unbelievable number of those folks coming forward. And then you look at companies, uh, organic growth has become very hard. It's That's been a trend that's been happening for a number of years. So acquisition for a lot of companies has become a tremendous way to grow, especially with the low interest rates and all the capital that's out there. So we're seeing a lot of companies approach us uh, to help them acquire, whether it's competitors or do vertical integrations. And then the last group of buyers are the institutional folks, the private equity groups, the family offices who pre-pandemic had raised a billion and a half, I mean, I'm sorry, a trillion and a half dollars to go out and make acquisitions. Well, that money's still there. And those folks are all chartered with going out and making acquisitions. And so they've been incredibly active. So you pull all those groups together with the low interest rates and the capital markets being wide open. Uh, it's made for a very busy market and very much a, a seller's market at the moment. Yeah, it sounds like it. <clears throat> and I, I can remember hearing years ago that that there's so many, <clears throat> pardon me, there's so many baby boomers that, that, that own businesses and they don't necessarily have next generations people to pass them to. And so it's probably an amazing opportunity for, for the right people, but then also this perfect storm of terrible opportunities for probably a lot of people out there too. If you're talking about how 75% of the people out there are not doing the due diligence um, or you're not willing to do the due diligence, you're just trying to rush the table and buy something that's obviously probably an enormous red flag. Um, and I imagine that there's people out there that are not like you, Dominic, that are not encouraging people to do due diligence and not providing resources and they're happy to take people's money and help them to probably go through with a transaction that they shouldn't do. Uh, I, I'm sure that happens. Uh, um, and, and, you know, I'm hopeful that with all the information that's out on the internet, uh, that people, you know, even just some minor searches and, you know, you'll see all sorts of articles and blogs, uh, you know, point steer, trying to steer people in the right direction. So hopefully, Hopefully people take a step back and do that. But yeah, I mean, I'm sure that exists out there. Yeah. Well, nice. All right. So how, how it, interesting that that you have, and I think it's so valuable that, that you've put together these criteria and it's it, you said you have an assessment on your site, which people can go through. We do. We have a bunch of free resources. Um, so, you know, I, just a quick um uh, understanding our, our, our M&A practice is Sun Acquisitions, and that's where we help people do the transactions when they're ready. But we built this other firm, K2 Advisor, uh, where that's the arm that's going to to really try to help people be better prepared. And when they're ready to do the transaction, you know, we can bring them over to Sun Acquisitions if they want to use, you know, that side of our business. 
Um, so on the K2 Advisors site, we've built a ton of free resources. We have an assessment tool for buyers, an assessment tool for, for sellers. Um, and it, it, these tools only take you know less than 10 minutes to, to do to go through and you'll get an immediate score we email you the questions and the answers i mean it really becomes obvious where your gaps might exist we also uh just published uh, a due diligence resource people can download that and it's sort of a framework it's a best practices about how to do due diligence and then an actual checklist of items that you'd want to consider when you're doing due diligence. And then we have, you know, some other free resources uh, available there as well, um, eBooks and, and things like that, that people can access. But, you know, really our goal, and the goal when we launched the podcast 18 months ago, really try to educate people and help them be better prepared uh, so that, you know, they've got peace of mind and they hopefully are gonna get a better return on their investment, whether they're selling or buying. Yeah, well, that's it. Does make sense? How much? How much time do you, do you have a sense of all those different uh, variables that people should be putting in place? Assembling the team, pulling the pieces together, understanding what all those things are, doing the research about the geography. Um, how much time do you think that that, on average, will take somebody? Yeah. So, you know, I coach and my team, we coach individual buyers and, and sometimes it's as fast as, you know, a couple of weeks. And sometimes it takes a little bit longer because, you know, somebody needs more time to think through stuff or they want to talk to family members or whatever. Or they have a hard time locating a M&A attorney, you know, so a couple of weeks to, to, you know, two months, maybe at max, um, and you could do it quicker if you, you know, if you've got nothing else going on and you just, you know, pour everything into this. So it doesn't have to, you know, be a long drawn out process. Nice. On the seller side though, I will say sometimes that could take years, George, as you can imagine, like, mm -hmm. because you could have some real gaps in value and things that you have to address and, and it could take a long time. I mean, I'll give you just a quick example. One of the things that we tell owners often is, you know, you want to increase the value of your business dramatically, create a self-managing business, meaning don't, don't have anything to do with day-to-day -day operations. Create your business so it can operate without you. And if you've been operating that business for 20, 25 years and you're a part of the business, it may take some time to, you know, find their right people delegate train the people the way you want to you know so you know that on the seller side it could take time but on the buyer side you know it could be pretty quick to pull all the prep prep uh, that you, you need together nice well dominic savage nation's ready for your difference making tip what do you have for them you know i, I think we beat it i think we beat it to death it, it is it is my number one mantra when i talk to people is please just do everything you can to be prepared uh and there's tons of resources out on the internet uh, avoid you can avoid the major pitfalls and then the other thing I'd say is uh, most people don't go into transactions having a, an understanding of what their ROI should be so whether you're selling the business or you're buying have a model to measure what success looks like and there are plenty of models out there that you you can you can measure on the on the sell on the buyer side we use a cash on cash return model um, on the seller side, um, you know, we're, we're looking at net proceeds uh, against invested capital and debt. So, you know, but have 
a model of what success looks like. Uh, so many people don't have that goal line in mind. Well, I think that that is great stuff. That definitely gets Come on. Come on. Dominic, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? Give us the websites again. Yeah, so you can reach me directly at drinaldi, it's R-I-N-A-L-D-I, at sunacquisitions.com. And um, our, our two websites are sunacquisitions.com or K2 Advisor. That's K, the number two, A-D-V-I-S-E-R.com. And George, thanks so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Dominic your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Send him an email at drinaldi at sunacquisitions.com. Find him at sunacquisitions.com and k2advisors, K, the number two, A-D-V-I-S-E-R-S.com. Thanks again, Dominic. Thanks, George. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight as we are all in this together.